Hello and welcome back to the PAL with Tani G. I'm your host, Tani G. Questions, comments, suggestions are always welcome at MaximumTEE at Yahoo.com. Pick Elvis Treasury, PAL, Season 2, Chapter 3, Paragraph 5. Parag Gimel Mishnah Hei, Rabbi Hanina ben Chachinai Omer. Rabbi Hanina ben Chachinai says, Hanei or Belayla, one who stays awake at night, Vahamahalech baderach yechidi, or one who travels alone on the road on the fan halibol but turns his heart to idleness, Indeed, he bears guilt for his soul. So be careful at nighttime when you're staying awake at night or you're traveling on the road, turning to idleness. Be careful of these different things because a person, God forbid, could bear guilt for his soul. So let's see some comments about this Mishnah. About this paragraph, Rabbi Chanina ben Chachanai of the fourth generation of Tanaim, Rabbi, Chach, Rabbi Chanina was a student of Rabbi Kiva and studied both the revealed Torah and esoteric portions of Masa Breshis and Masa Merkava from Chagiga. It's mentioned, his devotion to Torah study was legendary. He left his home for 12 years in order to pursue his studies undisturbed. Finally, his wife sent him a message. Your daughter is of marriageable age. Return home and arrange for her marriage. When he returned, he did not recognize the streets of the town, which had expanded in his absence and could not find his way home. He sat down to rest and suddenly heard someone calling out, Daughter of Chachinai, fill up your pitcher. Realizing it was his daughter, he followed her home. His wife, shocked to see him, passed away. He prayed for a resurrection, and his prayer was miraculously granted. See Ksuva 62b and Vayikorava 21.8. Rabbi Chanina's wife who was committed loyally to her husband and his spiritual growth, was admired as the quintessential woman who loved the Torah from Barisha's Rabba. Her husband was one of the ten martyrs killed by the Romans, Medrash Ela Eskera. When it sees awake at night, the commentators offer various explanations for Rabbi Chanina's harsh condemnation of being awake at night and traveling alone. Rabbi Yonah says that the quiet of night and the solitude of travel are particularly suited for spiritual pursuits, for a person who is uninterrupted by the hubbub of daytime activity can devote himself to Torah study and personal growth. Thus, someone who purposefully refrains from doing so is extremely derelict. Rambam writes, Even though one is commanded to study Torah both during the day and the night, most of man's intellectual achievements occur at night. Therefore, one who wishes to merit the crown of Torah should act appropriately at night, being careful not to waste even one night on excessive sleeping, eating, drinking, idle talk, or any other such distractions. He should occupy himself solely with Torah study. And words of wisdom from Helchos Talmud Torah 313 Rambam calls the nighttime, cited in Magad Avos, the blessed hours. Meiri views these words as a simple directive to get sufficient rest. One should sleep eight hours out of every 24. From the Rambam and Meiri, the other eight hours, there are 16 hours, but of those eight hours, you're supposed to work, and then the other eight hours are taking care of family and the like and learning, of course. Rav comments that the Torah studies are protection against dangers that are prevalent at night and during lone travel. The Talmud debates whether night was created for sleep or study. See Erebin 65a. One who is awake at night and yet ignores the opportunity to study Torah follows neither opinion. He abuses the creation called night from Svas Emes. While, while it is an axiom of our faith that everything that happens to man is an act of divine providence, constituting either reward or punishment, there are times and places that are inherently dangerous, and there are natural occurrences that are detrimental to man's health. Lack of sleep is one cause of ill health, which man is encouraged to avoid. Or one who travels alone on the road, a lone traveler is not distracted, as noted above from Ravionam. Alternatively, it is dangerous to travel alone, which leaves one especially vulnerable to attack by thieves and bandits from Ravim Eri. 
Idleness, according to Rav Yonah and Rav, this is the critique of someone who squanders the quiet, uninterrupted opportunity for spiritual growth and turns his heart to idleness instead of drinking of the well of wisdom with a clear head. From Rav Yonah, according to Rav, the protective power of Torah would shield him from the dangers of the night or of solitary travel. He ignores the opportunity and instead abandons himself to emptiness. Meiri's text reads, and one who turns his heart. Thus, he views this as the third dangerous situation against which man must take precaution, and whose consequences are a result of man's lack of concern rather than of God's hand. The Talmudic Suvas teaches that idleness eventually leads to intellectual dullness and ultimately to forms of mental illness. God forbid. An unblemished crown, Rav Arn Cutler explained the metaphor of a crown, a royal crown from which one diamond is missing is fatally flawed. It is not merely a diamond that is missing, the entire crown is imperfect. Likewise, the totality of commitment required for Torah study does not allow for even one wasted night. The beauty of the crown lies in its completeness. And indeed, he bears guilt. He is morally guilty for the squandered spiritual opportunity since no legitimate justification exists for the waste of precious time. From Yonah, in quiet moments, man's mind is naturally preoccupied with the thoughts of things that are deeply rooted in his subconscious and to which he is emotionally attached. Since the Torah defines our national essence, it must be so embedded in our consciousness that at such moments, our minds and hearts are naturally captivated by its ideas and thoughts. When his mind moves instead toward idleness, has forfeited his spirit and soul by turning his heart to idleness and not utilizing the situations described in the mission to engage in study, he exposes himself to danger and has only himself to blame. From Rob, one may not blame God for the consequences of these three behavior patterns, remaining awake at night, traveling alone on the road, and engaging in idleness. The negative results are self-induced and man has no one to blame but himself. So make sure you don't engage in these three things. Make sure to safeguard yourself, protect your guard yourself as much as you can in order to make sure that you're not liable for your soul and you're only doing good things for you, your family, the world, and God, of course. And join us next time as we move over to talking about the yoke of Torah and what happens with the yoke of government here on the PAL with Tani G. And I'm your host, Tani G.